Hello and welcome. Is your business your mission and your mission your business? If yes, you found your tribe. Whether you feel like it or not, you are avant-garde, going your own way, making your own path, doing it like no one has done before. And the answers to the challenges you're facing aren't in a book. My friend, you are not alone. This is the Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Bailey, a mission-minded serial entrepreneur and traveler. My purpose on this earth is to use my authenticity and passion to equip and empower social entrepreneurs to live in their highest calling, feeling freedom, fulfillment, and security, and inspiring others to do the same. Join me for stories, tips, and tricks for taking avant-garde inspired action in your business so that you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. I believe it doesn't have to be hard to be right. Welcome to episode 13 of the Avant-Garde Entrepreneur Podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today. Today, we're talking about the importance of rest, of giving yourself permission to rest. My hope is that by the time you finish listening to this episode or watching the video, that you feel a lightness in your spirit, a little relief, and not only permission to rest, but a revelation of the importance of it for you to be able to continue your mission. Today, I'm going to start with a quote. I got this quote when I was turning on Insight Timer. It's an app I use to meditate with. And um, when you, Insight Timer is free. And when you open it up, it has a quote. And a lot of times they're not relevant, but once in a while they are. And this one really hit me. It goes like this. Almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, even you. And this is by Anne Lamott. When I read that, it really stopped me in my tracks, literally. I had my phone in my hand, opening up my app, you know, walking, doing what we do, 100 things at a time. (laughs) And I literally stopped and thought, oh my gosh, how true this is. (laughs) This actually was my sign that it was time for me to take a rest. So in May, I took my first holiday in 10 months. I was so depleted. I had no idea how far I had slipped in my quest, not only to check off my goals, but to do the things that I felt like my spirit was compelling me to do. And the reality is that a lot of that was more me than anything. I feel like I've been given a mission and a purpose serving people beyond my profession. But, you know, our spirit doesn't drive us that hard. Our spirit actually moves rather slow. And then he, it speeds up whenever it's time. But I think we are often the culprits. Certainly for me, I am often the culprit to the stress and pressure that I feel in life. I'm the one that does it to myself. And I needed to unplug. When I was in school this last time, I was much more disciplined about unplugging, about taking breaks. And 
This was for a couple of reasons. First of all, my university program, it was ongoing. So there were no summer or winter breaks. And each of my courses was eight or 12 weeks long. And I usually take one or two overlapping courses at a time. And I give myself a week off every three months. And once I took two weeks off and that was the max that my university would allow. They wouldn't allow students to take any more time off than two weeks. And it didn't take me long to figure out why. (laughs) Once I started to feel good having rest, it was really hard to find the motivation to go on, knowing how bad I was going to feel at the end of that 12-week run. I graduated two years ago, actually two years ago this past weekend, and I feel like I've mostly recovered But what I realized is that those breaks, they were really a lifeline for me because not only was I was in school, I was in running, running two other companies. And so while I didn't get to completely shut off, it seemed like there was always kind of this reprieve in the workload. And I think that many of you are in similar situations where you might be in school and you might have another job. This Your social mission might still be what we call your side hustle, where you're still you know, trying to pull all the pieces together and to make it work. And it does get to be a lot. And having those breaks, I think that everyone can identify with is really important whenever you can get them. So somehow I got off track this past year. And it wasn't that I didn't have any breaks planned. They just kept following through. A lot of things, you know, were happening with travel and happening in the world. And so instead of replacing that with kind of a break at home or, you know, just kind of slowing down a little bit every now and then, I just kept replacing that time with work instead of rest. So in my case, some of the cause was momentum. TV PhD, what I call this spirit-inspired venture internally, it was taking off and ideas are really flowing. Pieces were coming together. Opportunities were coming my way. My other business was growing too. So I just kept going. And some of the cause was me and this crazy, high-octane, fast-paced life that we entrepreneurs get accustomed to. We just keep going. Others stop and we don't. We just keep going. Now, some of it's necessary, but some of it's not. You know, even high performance race cars must take a pit stop. So if a machine must stop occasionally, why do we humans think that we don't need to? I can tell you that we do need to stop. We do need to unplug. We do need to take a break and to rest. And if we don't, there are serious negative consequences to our health, to our spirit, to our families, and our social enterprise. And when it comes to social enterprise, it's not only the profit that can be hindered, you know, the profit that you need for long-term viability, but the people too, your beneficiaries, whether they're students, your employees, your trainees, the whole reason that you're in business to begin with can suffer because of your lack of rest. Sometimes, many times, we need permission to rest. And I am giving you that now. Rest, my friend. 
take a rest. My friend Graham Cook says, rest is your weapon. And I couldn't agree more. Rest is truly your best offense and defense. And when I say defense in the context of rest, rest protects you from the things that come at you, enabling you to have a better response. Do you remember E plus R equals O from episode one of the podcast? E is the event, R is the response, and O is the outcome. R, the response, is the only thing that you can control. And when you have rest, you have a better shot of defending yourself against the events that come at you and have a better response. Now, offense in the context of rest equips you not only to hear your spirit and what's best for you, but it empowers you to take inspired action, making a difference in the lives of others. And whether that's training people with life or job skills, educating children outside of the traditional school system, unifying people through sports or giving people access to healthcare. These are major global issues that you are tackling and you need rest to be at your best. So here are some of the benefits of rest. Number one, you'll feel better. Why? It raises your vibe. Everything has a frequency, literally a vibration. And even if you love your social mission and you have an amazing team, there's a good chance that you're investing a lot of time and energy in people which require energy and likely you're doing tasks that aren't your natural gifting. And that's just a normal part of being a business owner. We can try to outsource as much as possible, but especially in the beginning phases and sometimes during seasons of growing pains, you'll find yourselves doing things that aren't in your natural gifting. And it causes fatigue. It lowers your vibe. It can cause you to feel less joyful, less happy, less empowered. And resting restores you and it increases your vibe. So you can continue to, or you can restore your joyfulness and to be the positive influence that your team needs. It also, when it comes to rest making you feel better, using the other side of your brain. So even if you thrive in the analytical, methodical left brain, you do have a creative side. You have an artistic right brain that needs to function. And alternatively, if you're super creative, if you're really into the arts, dance, music, painting, drawing, the right side of your brain desires some order in your life. And rest and being away from the same thing every day helps you really engage the other side. Also, when it comes to feeling better, my friends, brain fog is real. And that's whenever you feel like your brain's kind of mushy and your words don't necessarily come together like you would like them to. They're there, but they're not coming together. When we just keep going, we add more and more and more, and our brain literally gets inflamed. It swells. And sometimes we might have a headache, but other times you don't have a headache, but your brain literally swells. And rest settles the chemicals in your brain, and it makes you feel better. And then also being away from the norm, it's, I say it kind of scrambles your brain. When I was leaving for this 
this holiday that I took. That's exactly what I knew I needed. I needed some new stuff in my brain. I needed it to, I needed new sights, new sounds, new feelings. I needed it to be rewired and to get the stuff that I was thinking about all the time out of it and just get, just fill it with new stuff. So it wasn't about my brain being empty, just needed new stuff to kind of scramble it and to help me just think about things, think about different things. And this really raises your vibe and it makes you feel so much better. The second thing that rest does is it helps you hear your spirits better. Rest is a major part of every single spiritual practice I know. God created the Sabbath, you know, the seventh day of rest. Jesus rested and even went onto the mountains to get away from the crowds The experience of Shiva is about resting your mind and Buddhism values life and prioritizes rest as caring for your body and mind. So short of being an atheist, if you believe in any higher power, and I haven't met any of you who doesn't, then rest is a foundation of your belief system. So why is it so easy for us to skip over this and value performance above rest? When it comes to hearing your spirit better, rest really slows the sparks down in your brain so that you have more clarity on what's important and the possibilities that we just can't imagine on our own. And journaling helps a lot, the written format for when we can't hear our spirit. And I talk about this more in episode four on overcoming overwhelm. But sometimes we need a more physical separation from our everyday environment. And Rest also breaks us out of unhealthy patterns. So, you know, what is no longer serving you? What have you been doing and how have you been being that won't get you to where you want to go in this next season of your life? The next thing that rest helps you do is to perform better. So rest is necessary for our brains and bodies. And when we keep going without rest, we put a lot of stress on our bodies. Now, I'm not a medical doctor, so I don't want to go out of the scope of practice by saying this, but I'm just going to speak in general terms here. Stress can lead to a lack of sleep, and a lack of sleep can lead to more stress. And the combination of stress and sleeplessness leads to increased risk of all kinds of health complications, including stroke. And we can think that we are too young for that to happen to us. First of all, strokes do happen to young people. But even if we think of that as only happening to an older person, at what point do we slow down? You know, when you think about how you might feel when you turn 21 and you wake up on your birthday or your natal day and you feel different, you feel a spring in your step, a lightness in your spirit, and you feel like, oh, everything's going to be great for me today. Well, you wake up. The next day when you're 21, and do you really feel that much different than you did when you were 20? No, you don't. The same thing happens when you turn 25. Huge marker. You wake up, maybe your friends have a party for you. Maybe you have a week of parties between your family and your friends. But then, you know, you get into a month into being 25 and you don't feel any older than you did when you were 24 and 364 days old. The same thing happens at 30. 
The same thing happens at 40. So we start living this lifestyle and it just becomes normal and we master it. And it's super easy to just slide on into each decade of your life running at this pace. And, you know, you slide into it in your 50s and 60s. And what happens? Then you're really at risk. Our body is constantly seeking equilibrium and it counterbalances to offset the strain that we put on it. And when we take time to rest, our body has time to level out, to find equilibrium, and that enhances our performance. Rest also helps us give to others better. So if every time you stop for petrol, you only filled your tank a quarter full, you'd be constantly running on empty. You'd get a couple kilometers away, maybe to the next village, but then you're on empty and you'd really never get anywhere, nor would you have anything extra for anyone else. By resting, we literally fill our tanks fully so that we can go farther keep going longer, and help more people. Now, what may surprise you about rest? First of all, there's never a good time. (laughs) There really is never a good time. When I talk about rest, we can talk about it for, and I have talked about this in previous episodes about shorter periods of rest, you know, about taking time for yourself. But if we talk about taking a longer period of rest, even if it's a day or if it's a couple hours or an afternoon, every obstacle that you can imagine will come at you, especially when it's a longer term period of rest that's out of your normal pattern. But you must take time and honor yourself and honor your this commitment to yourself and to your body and to your spirit, and everyone will win in the end. Another thing that may surprise you about rest is that it takes time to settle in to rest. So if you're taking a day of rest, that can mean a few hours where whenever you wake up, you commit to take the day off. You may feel really compelled to check email or you may feel really compelled to check in on social and see what's happening there. Or you may get a call from someone or you may look at your phone and someone's called you overnight in a panic because they can't find their little one. It can take a few hours to settle into rest, even if you're taking a day. If you're taking a holiday, you know, whether it's if it's a more extended period of time, it can take about three days before you feel yourself begin to sort of separate and let go. And it's a very gradual process. And you may even feel like, well, I'm not going to be able to rest at all, but it is gradual and it will happen, but it does take time. And if you know that going into it, then you don't, you know, get into your second day of your holiday and say, I feel terrible. I don't feel rested at all. all." Just know that it does take some time to, to separate. And another thing that may surprise you about rest is that it takes a little time to ramp up again but it will happen. You'll be back up to speed when your body and your spirit are ready and you don't have to worry because you haven't quote unquote lost it. I used to worry about this a lot. And especially if I was gone away for a few weeks, even if it wasn't technically a holiday, but I was away and let's say I was doing volunteer work somewhere and I wasn't doing my normal work. Whenever I would get home, it took me a 
a few days before, and sometimes even a week, if it was a long trip and there was a lot of jet lag and I would feel like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to, I'm never going to feel like working again. And then I always do. (laughs) It just takes a little time. Okay. So what does rest look like? First of all, if one way to look at rest is taking a whole day off. My friends, screen fatigue is real. And on Sundays, I try to leave my computer off and I rarely look at my phone. So if you're the type of person who gets energy by being around people, you know, you may need to look at your phone for details about where to meet up with them. But I encourage you to try to eliminate mindless scrolling or major work for one day of the week. And the next day, it may take an hour or so to get your bearings and to get reoriented into your projects, but you will feel and be exponentially more efficient by giving your brain and your eyes a break from your screen. Another way that we can look at rest is taking a long weekend or three days off in a row. And this doesn't necessarily mean Friday to Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you know, it can be any three days that work for you and for your, your life and how your social mission and your, your enterprise is set up. So I try to do this once a quarter and I actually plan it into my goals. So maybe it's a trip home to visit your family or a getaway with friends or your significant other, even, even if it's just to the next village over. And again, the first few hours or even the first half or whole day, you may feel a draw to your phone or computer, but each kilometer of distance creates more emotional distance. Another way that we can look at rest is a full on holiday. And this could be five to 10 days off in a row. And my European friends are much better at this than I am. And some countries require employees to have a mandatory six weeks of holiday. And it's not like that in America. And I've always worked for myself. So I was never, quote, required to take time off. I must give employees time off, but I don't have to take it myself. And the four years that I was in school this last time, I did it three to four times a year where I took seven days off in a row. And it wasn't always you know, a lay around and do nothing holiday. In fact, rarely it was, but it was a break from school and my everyday work. And having gone 10 months without doing this, except for one time or doing this, not at all in 10 months, I can tell you for certain that doing this at least, if you can do this at least twice a year, it's a really good starting point. Actually once, you know, just get at least a holiday in. And some, if you're from Europe, you're thinking, oh my gosh, we take six. <laughs> but, but for some of you taking a break and, you know, getting away, it's a big deal to do at once. So just if you can get some days away and it doesn't have to be a lavish or costly holiday. I mean, you can go visit a friend who has a social enterprise in another village or town and help them out for a few days. Maybe it's going to visit your parents or your grandparents. I know for some people, visiting family can be super stressful, but for some, depending on your environment, you know, maybe if it's just your grandmother or your aunt or, you know, one or a few people, it can be really recharging. 
So just the idea is just to get a change of scenery and to get some new stuff in your brain. It's really enough for a perspective shift. As I mentioned, it really does take me about three days to settle in before I can leave work behind. And it takes about two days, I would say now, to recover from jet lag and travel if I get on a plane and go somewhere. And even Rick Steves, he's a travel host, just a like a super nice guy. I love watching his videos. And um, he also writes guidebooks. He says travel is exhausting. <laughs> so depending on the type of trip, it can, it can take a few days before you get back up to full capacity. And there were days during this holiday where I wondered if I would ever be able to, as we say in the South, crank the tractor again, meaning get started. You know, if you, if you grow up in a rural setting and there's equipment around like a tractor or, you know, any piece of machinery that has an engine, if it sits and you have to crank it, it takes a couple tries to get it cranked and to get it kind of chugging and coming back to life. So when I say crank the tractor, it feels like literally cranking a tractor sometimes (laughs) getting going again. But I did. I got going and I got back up to speed and I always do. And so will you. So my friends, your challenge is to carve out time for a rest. Doesn't have to be this weekend or this month, but I encourage you to to schedule some time. And the way to do this so that it doesn't become overwhelming is to start short. And start with one day a week where you minimize screen time. And this is something that is, I won't say it's easy to do, but it is a really nice, smooth way to start where you just take one day a week where you minimize your screen time. And that doesn't mean you set a hard and fast rule that you never look at your phone or never look at your computer, but consciously um, be mindful of when you're looking at your phone or your computer and really make time to, to put it down. Now, if you are Uh, If you have more of a servant heart, a servant mindset where you really want to serve people and you simply can't bear the idea of taking time for yourself, then volunteer to help someone else. The camaraderie of social enterprise makes this a very small world. And I am certain that there's another social entrepreneur who would really value your help, your listening ear, and your outside perspective, or even your hands on a shovel. Another way to think of it is, you know, do you have a best friend or a significant other with a dream to see or experience a new place? Then help them make their dream come true and go with them. And then it's okay to think about you too. So what about you? What are your dreams? I mean, it's a big world and surely there is something outside of your social enterprise that interests you. And if you don't dream big and make space for some of these dreams to come true. How can you inspire your beneficiaries to dream and actually do life differently? My friend, your rest can be someone else's inspiration. Your rest is your weapon. It's your best defense and your best offense. So pick it up and use it. While this episode is more about longer rest periods, I talk about how to create space for shorter rest periods in episode four 
of the podcast. And I'm also going to do an episode um, later in the year, closer to the holidays, about when you are going home for the holidays and you, some of you may have to leave your social enterprise behind. But it's really important to schedule appointments with yourself as I talk about in episode four. And I really encourage you to start short and at least schedule one day for yourself where you minimize your screen time and take a rest. That is all for today, my friends. If you need three signs, and we talk, uh, people sometimes talk about needing signs. If you need three signs that it's okay to take a rest, you've got them here. So from first from Graham Cook, who says rest is your weapon. Next from Anne Lamott, who says almost everything will work again if you unplug it. And also me. I'd love to hear what rest looks like for you and how it works out for you. So send me a DM or an email. We can all learn from each other. And one quick announcement, save the date for Tuesday, August 2nd at 1 p.m. GMT. We are going live with the um, five mindset pitfalls to avoid in social entrepreneurship workshop. So lots of you have watched the recording. Some of you attended live earlier in the year, but we are doing it again and we're going to be live. And this time the workshop has been revamped a little bit. I've got some more examples and also some more time for you to actually put things in place and to write things out during the workshop to do a little bit more work during the workshop. So save the date. I will have the link to register in the show notes and I'll have more details coming out later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Avant-Garde Entrepreneur. I hope you feel encouraged, equipped, empowered, and unstoppable. If you enjoyed what you heard, share it with a friend. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it here on your podcast player. Questions, comments, or feedback? Connect with me directly at trishabaileyphd.com or on social at Trisha Bailey PhD. Now you go and get back to making the world a better place. I'll see you back here soon.